Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters podcast. Your host today is Caleb again. We'll be missing James for quite a while, so it's just going to be you and I for a good amount of time. So stay tuned to see when James may or may, you know, may come back. We shall see, hopefully. Uh, First thing I want to talk about, man, it seems to be a hot topic from the weekend is... uh, the uh, Patriots, Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots, are they going to be the new AFC team to beat? Um, kind of been saying it for a while. We don't really know who's going to take charge in the AFC. So in my opinion, I don't see why the Patriots can't do it. Mac Jones has been, you know, not super duper fantasy relevant, but he has been adequate as far as, you know, what he needs to do on the field taking care of the ball for the most part, not throwing a bunch of touchdowns, not throwing overly for, you know, three, 400 yards or anything, but he's 16 and eight on the season. I mean, he's 18th, you know, at the quarterback position, which again, isn't great, but as far as first round draft picks go, he's the only quarterback that's uh, making things happen. You know, along with that defense, I think, uh, I think they've got a shot. So let me know what you guys think. Uh, who would be a good contender? Yeah, I got, yeah. I mean, I got nothing, you know? Like, maybe the Bills we'll see this weekend, um, as that, sh- uh, that should uh, basically tell us what, what we're going to look like for the AFC championships and stuff like that. I mean, is Kansas City going to kind of keep making its way back into the picture? It's going to have to wait and see. But let me know. You guys on the Mac Jones Patriots train? Yes or no? Uh, you come find us at the fantasy monsters or the fantasy monsters podcast on all of our social media pages and, or our website at the fantasy monsters podcast.com. You can look at uh, all of our gear and all of the swag we've got. Um, we do have a cool new t-shirt that I really, really recommend. It's pretty sweet. Uh, buddy JT who also helps with the podcast designed it. So shout out to JT for that awesome t-shirt. Um, But real quick, we're going to go ahead and jump into some monster news as some big things happened over the weekend. Christian McCaffrey is now out for the season. You know, just again, another big blow um, for all you Christian McCaffrey owners. It seems like, you know, even coming off of last year's injury that, you know, there's just so much hype with him because he's so talented. And now we're having back-to-back season-ending injuries and it's very, very disappointment. Uh, Chubba Hubbard will be a huge pickup this week. Um, looking at him right now, it still looks like in uh, most leagues, he's not fully rostered, uh, less than 50% still. Um, so if he's still out there on your waiver wire, go grab him. Um, he will be not as elite, but he still will be usable as even, you know, a good flex option. He will get most of the workload. Uh, you know, he's when Christian McCaffrey was out earlier this year, he was 24, 16, 24 attempts. Um, seeing 65 to uh, about 55 to 65% of the snaps um, scored two touchdowns in, in that time frame as well. So I still think he will be pretty usable. Um, but I will say going in our next piece of information, uh, he might be a little bit more usable, but Dalvin cook is going to miss some time as well. 
it does look like a lot of people have been holding on to Alexander Madison in some leagues. He is still only 55% rostered at this time though. So if he's available, he will see a huge influx of snaps and attempts. Um, 26 for 112 in a game, 25 for 113 in a game while Dalvin Cook was out. He will be dominant. That team is a run heavy team behind a pretty solid offensive line. So uh, if Alexander Madison is available, snag him first, but Chubba Hubbard will be um, usable as well um, in a pinch. Uh, Debo Samuel looks like he's not going to play week 13. So watch out for Brandon Ayuk. I think he could have a monster game. Um, it will be something to watch moving forward as it does seem like Debo will be week to week. Wanted to shout out Aaron Rodgers with this toe injury as well, man. So it didn't seem to bother him too much as he ended up beating the Rams, which I did not anticipate last week. I had, I stated, do not play Aaron Rodgers against this defense. Uh, definitely got that one wrong. Have to apologize to all of you listeners, but it's going to happen here and there. We will make mistakes, but Aaron Rodgers did end up having a pretty solid week. And even with this bye week he'll rest, but it does look like he's not going to opt to have his surgery right now. So we'll have to kind of see what that's going to continue to look like moving forward into the playoffs. Um, but if, as long as he can stay on the field, I mean, the Packers still look really poised to make a good run this year. Uh, also looks like Taysom Hill is going to start Thursday. Guys, not a bad play. If you're looking for a streamer this week, Taysom Hill, he is very, very usable with that run game that he can always seem to be dominant in. Um, just keep in mind that you're not going to get a lot of passing yards, but he will get a lot of yards on the ground. So he could be a, a very sneaky play this week. And then just something else that we're just tossing in here. Dave Gettleman looks like there's been reports that he's not going to be back as the GM for the giants. Kind of not surprised after the giants continuously just seem to not be able to put it all together. Their defense seems to be really, really solid, but their offense just looks atrocious. Even after they brought in a guy like Kenny Galladay, um, it's just, they've not been able to make it work. I still want to just lean to the fact that I think Daniel Jones seems to be some of the problem here. I do know that they fired Jason Garrett, um, because the play calling also just seems to be garbage as well. But you know, I'm always going to look at the quarterback in this offensive line. Um, I just don't think they have the right pieces that they need. So we'll kind of see what this is going to look like, uh, moving forward, but that's what we got in monster news this week, guys. All right, we're going to jump into our monster guys. We're going to look at the quarterback position here first. One person I'm going to continue to shout out, man, because he's having a solid, solid year. Might not look as good on the field as far as just uh, football in general, but fantasy wise, doing great. Buying for that quarterback one position here at Jalen Hurts for the Eagles going up against the Jets. The reason I like this play is because he also happens to be leading the league or leading the league, leading his team in rushing as well. And the jets are just garbage against rushing this year. On top of that, they also average a hundred point five quarterback rating against their defense. Jalen hurts. I think he can just have a huge week going into play the jets. And as long as he just continues to play how he's been playing most of this year, um, I think he'll be fine. Needs to have a little bit better of a completion percentage from the past couple of games and needs to get these turnovers under control as he hasn't thrown a touchdown in the last two games. But I see this team turning it around as he has still been solid on the ground in each of those. Even the game against New Orleans where he didn't throw for a touchdown, he rushed for three. So that's what your guys are going to get this week. 
especially against this this Jets defense that's just doesn't seem to be able to stop much. So watch out for Jalen Hurts. Also, I know Tom Brady seems like it's just going to be because he's Tom Brady and he can just do what he does every week. But I think Tom Brady can also have a huge week this week against Atlanta. Atlanta is like last in the league in sacks. We know if you cannot get pressure on Tom Brady, he's just going to eat your team up. So I think uh, Atlanta either find a way to get some rush, you know, some pass rush against this team. Otherwise giving up 101 quarterback rating average over this season so far, Tom Brady is going to take that and exploit that defense and just, just make them look dumb. So keep in mind, Tom Brady is also going to have a monster week this week. So is Jalen hurts. Running backs for this week. We've got Miles Gaskins going up against the Giants. Giants seem to be uh, the seventh worst against the run this year. So I don't see that changing anytime soon as uh, they're just going to continue to suck. And with all the changes, you know, that they've been having over the course of the season, I don't see this one being one of those changes. Miles Gaskins, when you really look at his statistics, he's going to be strictly a volume play. You know, he's seeing 14, 20, 23, 16 attempts. Um, not seeing the yards as much, but he's getting in the end zone, which is what most of my concern was. So he got in the end zone twice this past week. He's still seeing some targets, which is great. And I still think that they're going to be able to utilize him correctly. Hopefully Brian Flores keep listening and just utilize miles Gaskins. Um, but he'll, he'll be strictly a volume play, but I think he can still have a really big week against this terrible giants defense. And then Alexander Madison, we did talk about him briefly at the beginning in our new segment, but Alexander Madison, when he's playing and he's seeing the amount of snaps and our attempts and snaps that he needs to see when Dalvin cook is hurt, he's dominant. Not only is he dominant on the ground, he will be dominant in the passing game as well. And when you look at this lion's defense, they've given up 11 touchdowns on the ground, 18 in the air. I, the, the lions do have a decent team as far as like, I've looked at, and if you watch their games, they lose a lot of games that very close, but, and I don't see that this being any different, but I think it's going to be decently scoring hopefully, but I think Alexander Madison is going to destroy this team on the ground and definitely still see at least, I would say somewhere around six to eight targets this week. So if he sees that he will be a top one of the top 10 fantasy finishes this week. Wide receivers this week got two that I kind of like that. It will be very sneaky uh, plays. I think especially in DFS later this week too, we'll go over it, but we got Brandon cooks going against the Colts. So here's the thing. Okay. Yes. Houston Houston's not been, you know, overly like, Oh my God, I love Houston this year. They're so amazing. But Brandon cooks has been efficient um, throughout the whole season. He has been playable and he's going up against the Colts defense. That's giving up more tied for the most touchdowns by receivers in the league. So this defense has not been able to do a great job of stopping the passing game. I think that basically just means Tyrod, even though he's not a massive, you know, yards kind of person, I think he's still going to be able to find the end zone with Brandon cooks and the yards that Brandon cooks is still going to be able to get are going to be good. He does still seem to be able to get high volume when needed. It hasn't been the last couple of games, but I think with Tyrod Taylor coming back, hopefully going to step up his game again this week against Indy. I think Brandon cooks could be poised to have a pretty big week this week. Next on our list, we got Hunter Renfro. And for all of you guys that, you know, I've been throwing shade for Hunter Renfro, uh, dude, Derek Carr loves the dude. So 
you know, coming up this week against Washington, Washington's actually who the Colts are tied with for giving up the most passing touchdowns in the league. And Hunter Renfro, as much as he's not a massive red zone kind of guy, and, you know, being 5'10", he gets a lot of targets in the red zone. So I still think that he's going to get a lot of targets in general. Last week, he did see nine, which, you know, ties for most that he's had all season. But he's had one, two, three. He's had four games with nine targets, three more with eight. He's a high target for Derek Carr. And I think that he's going to see another high target game against Washington and then also find the end zone. So Hunter Renfro, watch out, going to have a really big week this week. Jumping in here with some tight ends, uh, two tight ends that I actually really like. One, Gronkowski going up against Atlanta, just like I said with Tom Brady. Let's just be honest. Who's Brady's favorite player? It's Rob Gronkowski. I think he's going to benefit from this terrible defensive team down there in Atlanta. Sorry, Falcons fans but you need to get some pieces to figure this out. I think Gronk's just going to tear him apart. I will be shocked if he doesn't find the end zone at least once, if not twice. They'll probably see a decent amount of targets, but I do see that Gronk is going to be a huge benefit for this uh, by this matchup this week. On top of that, I got Zach Ertz going up against Chicago. Zach Ertz, man, surprisingly, since this trade has just been seeing targets like crazy. He had an explosion last week or two weeks ago against Seattle was on the bye this week. I think that Zach Ertz is going to poise himself to be able to come back in and be one of these top ranked, um, you know, tight end players over the course of the season. He's currently 10th in PPR. So he's already a number one. I see that climbing, especially this week against Chicago. I'm not sure if Kyler Murray is going to be back. It still seems to be iffy. Um, they're hopeful is what the Cardinals are saying that he'll play in week 13. But if not, Colt McCoy has been doing all right. Like he's had a couple of rough games, obviously. But honestly, you know, the la- against uh, Seattle, played very well, threw for 328 and two touchdowns. I mean, if he can play something similar to that, I guess, week against Chicago, who we know has been kind of lackluster over the course of the season anyway, I think that not only will Colt McCoy have a decent game, but Zach Ertz will be a huge beneficiary of that as Zach Ertz is just going to be a target machine with all the injuries that happened or or that are happening down there in Arizona. All right, let's go into our sit players for this week. These are guys that I don't think um, are going to have a big week that are also happen to be guys that you could be looking at either sitting or playing. So like some start sit options here, Josh Allen against new England, I think is not going to be a valuable play this this week. One bill Belichick always takes, you know, the, the big offensive piece off the board in this instance for the bills, it's going to be Josh Allen. They also are sixth among in sacks. The average quarterback rating over the course of the season is only a 68, which is tremendous. So I do not see Josh Allen coming out. That's the first matchup this year. It's going to be a big, big game to kind of, in my opinion, determine what team can kind of run away with this AFC, um, you know, one division, but just the AFC in general, I just do not see Josh Allen being, you know, having a great game against Bill Belichick, uh, Cordell Patterson against the bucks. Uh, just another play. Yeah. I mean, Cordell Patterson has had a very crazy season. I don't think anybody that's been, um, looking at fantasy for years, even saw Cordell Patterson having a breakout year all of a sudden, but the bucks are the number one rushing defense on the league. They only give up seven touchdowns, an average of 3.9, um, yes, Cordell Patterson also can be pretty effective in um, the receiving game as well, 
But don't worry, the Bucks also happen to be pretty solid in the receiving game. Not as good as their rushing game, but they're still, they're not terrible. I just think uh, they're going to have to do a lot. Atlanta's going to have to do a lot of passing. So if anything, he's going to get a lot of, got a lot of passing volume. But I just don't, I just don't see a way for Cordell Patterson to have a big week this week. Um, on top of that, DK Metcalf, I mean, I don't even understand what's been going on with DK Metcalf as of late anyway. Um, but somehow he ticked off somebody. Um, he had one reception last night, which is for 13 yards. He had four targets, which was, um, the least amount of targets he has seen all season. So I don't know what has transpired, but San Francisco, I think they're going to lock him up as well. I don't see that changing just in my opinion right now, man. Um, you know, he's had three really bad weeks in a row. He has seen eight targets in the past two weeks, but he's only gotten three and three uh, receptions and four receptions for very low yardage totals in those, and he hasn't scored. Um, I think this is going to continue to be a bad week against San Francisco, as it's not going to be a good matchup. I would definitely say DK. You probably drafted him high, but he's going to be barely a flex option this week, and I have him in my redraft league, and he's actually not going to be starting for myself. Um, on top of that, Dalton Schultz going against the Saints. Schultz has been, I mean, again, one of those guys that just kind of came out of nowhere. Didn't really see, uh, didn't really see him coming into this monster tight end that he has been. Um, he did have a pretty big week this week against the Raiders, but going up against New Orleans, I see that kind of changing. I think it's going to be a completely different kind of game than it was against the Raiders. Um, so I just wouldn't be playing Dalton Schultz this week as well, but those are my, uh, my sit players for this week. Um, uh, keep in mind, we will have a couple more episodes coming out with DFS and then some streamer options that I think will be really helpful for you guys. Um, but thanks again for listening to another episode of the fantasy monsters and we'll chat soon. I can be rotten, I can be cruel, man, I can fool, but never forgotten.